back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm co-host Catherine. Woohoo! Yay, Catherine. I know. know. You sound so pro. Oh, well, so do you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) It's the Mutual Admiration Society Club right here. We're excited, friends. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited because there's a lot going on. We're... um, We've got some new goals and some new, yeah. oh gosh, some adventure mm-hmm. coming up. Why don't you tell them what it is? Well, we're getting ready to film my comedy special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Scary dun, stuff. Dun, dun, dun. Exciting stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Lights, it's camera, action. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's planned for, um, we're going to record it on December 4th. It's a Saturday right here in Piatone, Illinois, mm-hmm. where I live. Yeah. And it's going to be at our church, at Christ Community Church in Piatone. Piatone. Mm-hmm. And possibly another night. I have a feeling it's going to be two nights. So would you that think? be... I do. Well, we'll see what happens. We've mm-hmm. just... We just put the tickets on sale. And I don't know, when do, when does this particular recording drop on our schedule? This one drops on uh, the 24th of November. Okay, so if you are listening to this on the 24th of November, 2021, you may still have time to get tickets for the event. Um, we we set it up so that we have one taping. We need to fill that one first, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if we do have interest for a second taping... Oh. We'll do a second one. And I don't know if we would do it on two different days or if we're going to do it like a matinee and an evening show. I'm not sure. But for right now, we've sold like 8% of the tickets just in a couple days. Yeah, that's really good. So that's good. Yeah. If we can keep that up, we'll get them all sold in like 10 days. Mm -hmm. Because it takes time for people to gather their peeps. Yeah. And say, who's going? Who's coming with me? So that takes, yeah. yeah. It's going to sell out. Our friend Vicky bought five tickets off the bat five yeah she was the first sale oh i didn't know she bought five i knew she was the first sale yeah she bought five and she bought one for herself and four for four other people but she doesn't know who it is (laughs) so i'm like go vicky yeah why didn't everybody do that (laughs) (laughs) where's your tickets cat they're coming okay just saying Mm -hmm. so it's a big step in the comedy career in the comedy progression of you know doing the thing Mm -hmm. this is a slow moving career no, it takes a long time to yeah. develop. Dun, dun, dun. It's, it just takes a long time. Yeah. Well, we got to get more comedy muscle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. So it's going to be exciting. And once we have the film done and recorded and edited, then we will be putting out clips on YouTube and sending them to bookers and, you mm-hmm. know, thus and so. Yes. Yeah. So, awesome. So very exciting. So I have to lose 10 pounds and- <laughs> before December 4th. Well, you're on the right track. I Well, okay, you and I just got back reset because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. You know, we we took that road, the weird mm-hmm. the road of comfort food and sitting on the couch and... Stretchy pants. Stretchy pants. That was like the kiss of death. Did you notice I wore jeans today? Oh, so normally when we record, I wear like my lounge pants. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm no more. <laughs> you're done. I'm done because I'm so comfortable in them. Yeah. That, that you can just keep shoving it in. Well, I think it's also a mindset. Like I'm just comfortable. And <laughs> do you no, know what? Do you I'm going to stay uncomfortable all day. <laughs> do you know what pants I have on? These are the no. ones that have the tag that says um, "toothpick skinny." 
do they yeah good it only so it's a mental thing it, it only means the ankle is no no <laughs> no 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 you just absorb okay. toothpick skinny yeah i've never Although been, that's that's not healthy either I, no but. nobody's ever referred to me as a toothpick ever in my whole life even when i was born well anyway you can refer to that now all right so we're we're on a journey of uh, losing 10 pounds before the taping because and we have six weeks so that's a pound and a half a week so that's mm-hmm. healthy and um, then doing the taping and making it as successful as possible so if you are listening and you are in the area in the Piatone area the Chicago area or anywhere quite frankly it is worth the trip mm-hmm. come on in be a part of it mm-hmm. because we need a great audience that's ready to laugh and be supportive it's gonna be great fun yeah, and your manager is going to coach the audience yeah. too. Yeah, so that's going to be that's going to be a exciting neat experience. Yeah, right, right. For Piatone, Illinois, how many comedy specials do you think have been recorded in Piatone, Illinois? Yeah, probably none. No comedy. I know we just had uh, Netflix did a filming yeah. in our little podunk town. They did. They yeah. were out with the cameras and mm. stuff, and but they wouldn't reveal what kind of show it was going to be. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, we're revealing pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to our topic. Our topic today is holiday stress and how to cope with it because mm-hmm. we all have it. And we have three takeaways like we always do with our podcast. Uh, well, at least we try mm-hmm. to have three. Mm-hmm. First takeaway is ways to reduce holiday stress. That's going to be valuable. Yeah. Second one is we're going to share our own holiday mishaps. And then finally, how to lower your expectations so that you can meet them. That's pretty cool. And you should be ready for yeah, the holidays. <laughs> that's right. Right. That's all you need. And we have sponsors, Catherine. Who are they? They are Muffin and Pooh. Mm. <laughs> Why don't gag? <laughs> I know. Tell our listeners who Muffin and Pooh are. Well, Ron and Kenny. They right. are our husbands. Ron yeah. belongs to Tracy. Mm-hmm. Kenny belongs to me you hear that <laughs> poo <laughs> yes belong to me that's right and combined our marriages i can't do math in my head so how long have you been married 25 tw- no oh, i think 28 28 okay 29 so 29 plus 32 is what that would be 30 <laughs> no 60 30 <laughs> i'm th- rounding up and then anyway okay yeah. 60 and then because yeah, I got sounds one more good year. enough. Oh. That sounds oh, close Scott. enough. It's fuzzy math. You know that for a long time in um, school they were teaching that um, everyday math, like estimate math, things, and it was all estimates. Which I know. I kicked up a stink about that, <laughs> but in reality, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> it's good enough. Hey, I'm good at art stuff. <laughs> well, I I was about to say grammar that we have. <laughs> We have about 60 years of marriage. Yeah. You know. Between us. Between us. So we know what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know if our husbands would agree. Well, that's the point. They would just dummy up. You know what my husband would say? You know, you know it all. Yes. And I'd say, well, I can't help it. I just do. (laughs) That's why we're happily married. Because they know when to talk and they They know know when when to stifle it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's uh, let's move right into our first little segment here. Um, ways to reduce holiday stress. Catherine's got some great information to share. Yeah, you had mentioned that we all have it, and we it's do. true. 
And considering that we've all been through a worldwide pandemic, mm. right? Yes. So you've got that. You've got the like consequences from that. Maybe there's financial st- added financial stress and, you know, um, oh, um, a heated election, which that was, you know, last year. But still, still we have there. like nonsense in the political realm. Of Always. Things. Yeah. So. Uh, so, you know, when you're with family mm-hmm. and politics and mm. um, pandemic and all this thing with masks and subjects, there's a lot of added stress if there wasn't enough already. You know, we're all just raw. Yeah. And that <clears throat> kind of stress that you're describing feels like it's just a hanging over us. Mm-hmm. So we have like like the regular kind of stress. Like let's say you're in traffic and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're in a traffic jam. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like acute it's there. It's acute. Yeah. But yes. But that other stuff yeah. is just like hanging there. Oh, it's like yes. a like a wet, heavy blanket. Yeah. And really, I think the longer that we're in and under like this, this cloud, the more like you're chronic. Pretty much. It's chronic. chronic right. That's the term I was looking for. I know I was too. But then mm. I let it, it go because it I was in. like, yeah. <laughs> She just blurts it out. Anyway, go ahead. But it's, uh, that's a long time to be under stress. Yes. And so we don't want to put ourselves in any more than that. So this is a good time to have this episode. I think it is too. Because, I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked at what you're about to reveal. Mm -hmm. But I just know from personal experience of being a human for 55 years. Mm -hmm. If I'm in that chronic stress for a Mm. long period of time having raised five sons Mm -hmm. i get it Mm -hmm. chronic stress coming from multiple like venues right it's coming at you and then if you add an acute situation on top of that Mm -hmm. you can really blow your stack yeah you can really blow your stack and it that kind of blowing the stack thing wouldn't normally happen if you didn't have that heavy chronic stuff all the time so we have got to prepare for the holiday season so that we can reduce our stress. So then if something does happen, we don't lose it. Exactly right. Yeah. Very good. Nah, you're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> but stay to the end. Right. Because. <laughs> right. We have gonna... nuggets. Yeah, we do. Okay, go ahead. All right. Well, the first. Uh, so I got this from Ramsey Solutions. I love Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Now, he didn't write this, but a oh. doctor did that's hired by Ramsey Solutions. Nice. Yeah. On his first uh, bullet point for, you know, um, reducing the stress is set boundaries for your schedule and spending. Nice. Great advice. You get to de- decide where you go, how long you'll stay there, or who you invite into your home, and how much money you'll, you'll spend. If you think about those things ahead of time, uh, that's a really good way. The boundaries are always a good thing. Yeah. Healthy boundaries. Yeah, and thinking them through ahead of time is the key. Because otherwise, then you've got to just shoot from the hip. Yeah, you don't want to be knee deep in the Christmas or Thanksgiving <laughs> right. festivities and then be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> right, now I don't, I can't put up a boundary because you're already here. Yeah, that's a little too late. Yeah. I mean, you can adjust. I mean, we're adaptable. Mm-hmm. But you got to reach within yourself to, to do that. Yeah. You know, there was, um, there's a little story in my book about um i don't i don't think i use the term boundaries though so i was i was 
new in the family, in the mm-hmm. DeGraff family. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't accustomed to the level of sarcasm that was being used with the immediate family members of, mm. of their family. Mm-hmm. Like my family had sarcasm too, mm-hmm. but not to the level that they had. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, this is getting hard to even like communicate. Like, I don't know how this works. Mm. And for the one holiday that I was um, hosting in my home, I, I decided to do a game, which you could consider a boundary in a way. So I took a $10 bill. This was like 30 years ago. So $10 was kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I took a $10 bill and I taped it to the wall of our little bitty baby townhouse that we lived in, this little small <laughs> thing, mm-hmm. right? And we had two kids already. And um, so my in-laws were coming. So the place was packed with people. Tiny, uh-huh. tiny spot. Mm-hmm. Here's the $10 on the wall. Mm-hmm. And I said, let's play a game. We're going to play a game. It's the anti-sarcasm game. <laughs> and whoever... At the end of today, as we celebrate whatever holiday it was, I can't even remember, but uh, whoever hasn't said something sarcastic, they get the $10. Uh-huh. And <laughs> yeah. how did that go? <laughs> well. I bet there were comments about that. Immediately. Yep. <laughs> immediately people were out. And I think it was Mark and Danette, you know, like they were out like right away. And then in the end, it was me and Claudia, Cla- or Claudia and I, whatever, however you oh. say it. It was mm-hmm. my mother-in-law and I were the winners mm-hmm. and she let me keep my ten dollars. <laughs> so she's so full of grace. I know. And kindness. I know. And so I, I think that was my way of trying to set a boundary because it was something that was bothering me a little bit anyway. I could see that. Yeah. Well, you know, my mom always used to say sarcasm is the lowest form of wit. She despised it. Oh. So we it was kind of forbidden. Yeah. It's not to say it didn't pop up, but yeah. I was afraid to be that way because I was afraid of the consequences. Even a dirty look, like, yeah, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and sarcasm, sarcasm is like pepper. I mean, a little bit enhances the flavor you know peppered in (laughs) peppered into a conversation right but if it's constant if sarcasm is constant then it's hard to know where 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 are we being real then yeah communication wise yeah and with anything it gets old exactly too much of something just gets old right and it's if you picture if you picture your mashed potatoes right with a little bit of butter ton of pepper if you just pepper a little bit of pepper on there it's Mm -hmm. just right but if you dump the whole shaker of pepper onto it it ruins it it absolutely does all right take a note don't drown your food remember that no okay never mind (laughs) go ahead what's point two um well i just want to add just you know create a plan yeah for boundaries for boundaries Mm -hmm. if you're married do it with your spouse yeah okay good idea Mm -hmm. point number two avoid family conflict well that sounds easy how do you do it right yeah how do you well first of all uh it doesn't say this i'm just saying set aside your differences (laughs) you could do it yes um so it says here holidays expose our need for boundaries with our families which we just talked about that but he's repeating himself here even the best families can drive you crazy cuckoo yeah. <laughs> so before uh, you pack your bags, spend spend some time thinking about the potential conflicts uh, that will pop up with the family. I was kind of surprised at that bit of advice because I don't like to 
sit there and kind of, you know, mull over, oh, this might happen and that might happen. Okay. But he's saying to prepare yourself. Right. How you're going to respond. That's his point. Right. And it's funny because it says, if your Uncle Eddie has a pattern of talking about, uh, talking bad about a particular group of people, don't be surprised. So that's his point. Is right. You shouldn't be surprised. This is typical. Right. Is really what uh, the doctor here is saying. And, and then, so I'm wondering, like, so what I'm picturing in my mind, if I have an Uncle Eddie or whatever who does that, right? And then, so what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to just go, oh, that's fascinating, pass the mashed potatoes? Or, like, how do you, how do you get past it? Yeah, that is such a good question. And I always thought the best way is just go with it. I mean, you don't have to participate, but yeah. just have grace huh. and don't be surprised. Yeah. Well, he says, well, he does say don't be surprised, but and he points out you can't change him. No, don't ever try <laughs> that because it's just. Yeah, mm-mm. but you get to to decide how you're going to respond. Mm. Um, he does say you can ask him to stop. Okay. You can ask him to or, or you can get up and leave. And, and he does say settle in your heart and your mind what you will and will not tolerate. Oh, uh, I guess in my head, though, it, it what first comes to mind, so this could be totally wrong. Like if, if that doctor who wrote that was here, he might be like, you're wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in my head, mm-hmm. I think about saying to some like confronting somebody on Christmas, you mm-hmm. know, in my family and mm-hmm. saying, I disagree with you. Like maybe that would be an accelerant in some some cases. And then in other cases, if you just get up and walk away, maybe that's an accelerant. So I guess it would be a case-by-case situation. I totally agree. Uh, In fact, my thought when reading this was that when he wrote this, this doctor, that he might be assuming that the reader, the audience, is kind of balanced. No. Because. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong assumption. Or let me say mature. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, that's kind of what I felt as well. Yeah. Because I I personally think getting up and leaving the table is speaks volumes and can send off such negative, you know, waves. But this guy is an expert in the field mm-hmm. of psychology. And however, I would say that even if he were here, like discussing this with us mm-hmm. and we could ask him questions yeah. like follow-up questions i would imagine that somebody who would write an article like this would say these are guidelines but everybody knows like you kind of know your family and you know the triggers that are going to set somebody off mm-hmm. in my opinion avoid the triggers you yeah. know and if a trigger comes up mm-hmm. just pray ask god you know what should i do right now mm-hmm. <laughs> and try your best to diffuse a situation yeah that's absolutely true we do know our relatives we do well enough to know what triggers them so that kind of goes without saying well you would think to not you would think but it is good to be mindful of mm-hmm. right think it through mm-hmm. like so if you have a struggle with words in your family and people have different political views as you pointed out Mm -hmm. earlier we all have that Mm -hmm. every single family has differences of opinion Mm -hmm. it's crazy even when you're on the same side it still causes all this like um uh tension you know because too much is too much like the pepper yeah you know too much of even if you agree yeah Uh, so it's got to be balanced yeah so good luck with that one. 
Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's funny. I circled this paragraph because, and I put, huh? Yeah. <laughs> because he, I, I just want to point this out. He says, create a plan of action and send an email ahead of time to make it clear that you don't want to talk about politics or your little brother's addiction. And hmm. if someone violates that boundary while you're there, you got to walk out. I don't know about that. I feel, I know, because I feel like that is a little bossy yeah. and offensive. Again, yeah. but I really did. Uh, so I looked up quite a few different sites, but I really did prefer this particular one. Yeah. Because of the bottom line. Well, it, and this doctor, he's probably a psychiatrist or a psychologist, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So he's he's in the mental health yes. world where... When you, it's so touchy. Well, and you know, we may disagree, but we're not the experts. So. We're not, but we're living in regular life too. Mm-hmm. And like, so I think that for our listeners, which is why we do this. Mm-hmm. So, so this is for their benefit. If you're listening and you really have it's like some mental deep issues going on in your family, and we all have something, mm-hmm. go to this article. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Read it through mm-hmm. and pray then that God would show you how you can apply any of it. You know, what are the, what's that saying? Give- Chew up the meat and spit out the bones is yeah. what we're saying. Yeah, Just try to get some nugget mm-hmm. and really pray that, that God would help you so that you can really celebrate the holiday and not get distracted by chaos. Yeah. Da-da. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. All right. So the next point is focus on what you can control. That I 100% agree with. Mm-hmm. There are only two things on planet Earth that you can control. They are your thoughts and your actions. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I think some people think they can't control their thoughts. But you, you can. You I, I think you can't help what pops in there. But right. you can control the trajectory that it's going right. to go in. It doesn't say that in here. I'm just saying that. That is true. Mm -hmm. Good deal. Uh, So you can't control what your parents say around the dinner table. You can't control your kids' attitudes. uh, But you, um, like we just said, can kind of, you can steer it in a different way. Your mind, that is. Yeah. Mm Anyway, take control and ownership of your thoughts and actions and do what's best for you and your family. I think you need to be realistic. Yeah. Really, the bottom line there. Yeah, because it's not a realistic expectation for us to think that families are going to be all puppy dogs and rainbows. It's just mm-hmm. not a realistic expectation. Mm-hmm. So we have to be real with each other and have grace right, with one another. Yeah. Because as much as somebody drives you crazy, you drive other people crazy. It, whether you think so or not. Right. Because I are, I know I drive people crazy. Mm. <laughs> and know it. Same. Yeah. I think it'd be foolish to say that we didn't, you know, drive others crazy. Right. Especially those who know us best. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. We, we do. So we're all in it together. We're all just trying to put one foot in front of the other. And we need to take a posture of humility. Mm-hmm. That is going to go a ton far away and like you said you know just a few moments ago the grace and grace is hard it's not easy because it's not deserved people don't deserve grace they just get it that's why it's called grace right we're preaching it amen sister (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay next bullet point um know your role in the situation 
Sometimes we experience stress by taking on roles we were never meant to shoulder. Mm, amen to that one, too. I do that. Well, <laughs> when I read it, I was like, oh. Well, why, why do you say that? Like, give me an example of how you have done that and it's created more stress for you. Well, sometimes I've um, kind of put myself in a situation, like to, to straighten a situation out or to help. And that role wasn't meant for me Mm -hmm. and I can't think of a particular situation at the Mm -hmm. moment but I've (laughs) I've done it enough to be like you know as an afterthought like I I really there's no way I could fix that situation and that I think sometimes I have this this um overall feeling or need to want people to just get along Mm -hmm. so then I'll try to I wouldn't say that I intercede and um, literally and blatantly out there trying mm-hmm. to fix it, but, you know. Well, just, what I'm perceiving you saying is that you internalize it and then it creates angst inside of you, adding to your own personal stress. Because you, I know this about you, you care very deeply for people. Yeah, I suppose that's true about internalizing but I'm I'm literally talking about when I've actually tried to <laughs> use some encouraging words, you know, or diffuse the situation. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I should have just let them Work duke it, it out. out. Yeah. And, you know, every family has those issues, too, because we all have relationships that are beyond like mom, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's mom. We're kind of like the hub of the wheel. Mm-hmm. And then there's all the kids. And then there's the kids and their spouses, you mm-hmm. know, as you get older. And then there's the kids and the spouses and their children. And then there's in-laws, right? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I know. It's exhausting. Yeah, just, just like Ugh. listing them. It's like in the Bible when they list all the names. <laughs> like, eh. Right. The, the example they give here, or he gives here, if you travel to your in-laws home but they don't really like you Mm -hmm. choose before you arrive to not absorb the passive aggression yeah i I should add sarcasm (laughs) (laughs) well yeah you could add that if it bothers you to the point of you're just so miserable yeah add that but sarcasm is different than passive aggressive um, behavior in my opinion well yeah especially in my case because i would say that my in-laws they welcomed me and loved me from day one yeah and i mean there's times when i'm like you guys like me better than you like your own son yeah <laughs> you know well I, I say that tongue in cheek but what, I know. what i'm saying is um sarcasm sometimes is just a way that people communicate yeah and it's nothing more than that right every the situation i'm talking about is different though yeah, yeah where it's mean-spirited I'm not talking about when it's joking around, you yeah. know, and that's not, not that. Uh, this, this is so complex. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, my, so my head. Choose before you arrive to not absorb yes. those kinds of things, yes. you know, whether they have opinions about your parenting, you know, yeah. decisions, what you're eating. Oh, Just gosh. choose to be kind. Okay. Let the criticism roll off. Yeah. Choose kindness. And you really, like you said earlier, that the only thing you can control are your own thoughts and your own behaviors. Our inner self-talk is oftentimes not like, it's not what other people are really thinking. Mm -hmm. You know, like, how do you know what somebody's thinking? 
You so, don't really. So you have these inner thoughts of, well, they're judging me for my blah, blah, blah. Or they think that, 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 that. But we just Sometimes, have to shut that down because yeah. we don't know what other people are thinking. Yeah. They're probably too busy thinking about what you're thinking. I always tried to tell my girls that. And, and Patrick, too. Yeah. My son. You know, because they'll insist, like, oh, she looked right at me. And I'll be like, yeah, sometimes people look at you, but they're not really seeing you. You know, they, they don't want to hear it. Yeah. yeah, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, the next point is say no. <laughs> no is a complete sentence. No. That's, that's what they say. Period. Mm-hmm. You can't be everywhere at once. Um, and you need to be really honest with yourself mm-hmm. about what you can handle. So if you're invited to like all these different Christmas parties or baking mm-hmm. things or whatever the case might be, you've got to uh, consider your family's time or mm-hmm. your time and commit to only what you can handle and commit to. It's about the quality, not the quantity. That's very true. And you do have to just, I was just thinking about when I, when I was first married, um, I, I said no to um, my in-laws side of the family. Like I said, my mom was terminally ill with mm-hmm. cancer when I got married and she passed away. She had her cancer for four and a half years. So mm-hmm. she only lived for like three and a half years after my marriage. Mm-hmm. And we knew, mm-hmm. you know, so during that period of time, I gave my mom priority. She was the priority. Whatever she's having, we're going to that. Yeah. I mean, we did do things with my in-laws, of mm-hmm. course, but I knew that I wasn't going to have that time with her. Yeah. I think you learned at a very young and tender age about those kinds of things. Yeah. About priorities. Yeah. And even boundaries. Yeah. Even if you didn't realize it, you probably do now, but. Yeah, it's I mean, very you true. You learn that. It's very true. And it's okay. It stinks. It, it does stink. However, it's okay for us to to look at our situation and go you know what right now this is what i need whatever it is mm-hmm. and to communicate that to people and my in-laws were so gracious yeah and they're just very loving people yeah and um you know and now we've had all these years that we do the stuff whatever they're doing because mm-hmm. that's you know now my dad is gone too but anyway we just worked it out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very good Okay, number six on here, limit your time on social media. And he really stresses this one as a biggie. Yeah. Uh, he's He points out that there's already a lot of nonsense and in the news. And um, all of this coming at us is literally making us insane. Yeah. Cool. You mean like comparing yourself to other people's that's, families that's and all exactly that stuff? That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, in fact, he says, if you hear anything from me, hear this, stay off social media if you're stressed. He's yeah. pointing out if you're stressed. Yeah. Um, it, because it does. It causes you to compare yourself to things that are not real. Right. And he, he points out somewhere in there that it's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> the pictures don't show the disaster, the burnt turkey or the family argument. Yeah. Um, or um, he point, mounting credit card debt. Yeah. You don't see that. You know, um, you're making me think about uh, author Jill Savage, mm-hmm. who does, mm-hmm. she has um, several books out for women and men could read them too about life, parenting, marriage, all that. Mm-hmm. And she has, um, I can't remember the exact title of the book, but it's something about being real. Mm-hmm. And I went to this um, event where she was speaking 
she showed a picture of her family. They mm-hmm. looked picture perfect. Mm-hmm. Like they were all stayed so beautiful and mm-hmm. they had like the matching this and that. Yeah. And then she had permission from her family to go through and share just a little nugget of what was really going on behind the scenes mm. to help the audience to understand that if we compare ourselves to the, what's out there mm-hmm. on social media, mm-hmm. we're not really seeing the whole picture. So she was really making the point that this guy's making. Yeah. Don't do that. Right. It's not to say that, you know, air your dirty laundry. No, I mean, I don't think there's that's no need good for that. Either. Right. right. Uh, so when it says to be real, it doesn't mean right. you know, expose your family's um, right. sensitive issues. Right. It would not be good. No. Then you're creating more problems. Yeah. So instead of social media, just choose to connect. Remember when we used to do Christmas cards and that was it? And even that was pressure because then we had the Christmas letters that came out. Human beings, we're just bizarro. I keep my mouth closed about the Christmas letters. (laughs) Well, it's the same. Like the Christmas letter (laughs) of the 80s and the 90s is Facebook of the 2000s and the 20s, right? Yeah. Because in the Christmas letter, like young people don't even know what this is, but a Christmas letter was one where people would type something up and it would be all their, I'm proud of this, I'm proud of that, I'm proud of this, I'm proud of that. So-and-so has got straight A's. And the other one is, you know, the perfect little gem, whatever. And it was all listed mm-hmm. in nice, nice little letter on a happy piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And it was sent out to everybody. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! Yeah. One year, I did a Christmas letter that was the truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. My, I'll bet. My niece, Sophia, out in North Carolina, yeah. she loved that letter. She's like, this is so funny. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, Luke tried to, you know, pop the eye out of Joel or whatever. I think it was Luke and Joel who were, one of them was shot with a BB gun mm-hmm. in the face. So you, you <laughs> kept it light and funny, right. not dark and dramatic. Right. Yeah, that's the difference. Right. Yeah. But what I'm, what I'm saying is that we're human beings and this is the way we roll. Mm-hmm. You know, the Christmas, before the Christmas letter, who knows what it was that, yeah. that was that type of thing. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. Okay. Point number seven. Yes. Picture the Christmas you want to have. So now here's another one where I was like, now wait a minute. Right. Because you're picturing up this grandiose. Norman Rockwell. Yes. Well, I don't think that's what he means. Okay. What does he mean? But he does say, uh, set expectations for yourself and others by painting a picture of what you want your Christmas to look like. Believe it or not, he says that. Um, and he kind of says, who's sitting around at the table? Uh, <laughs> who are you holding hands with? He actually says that. And I'm thinking that sounds, that sounds um, unattainable in, in some situations. Uh, but he says, whatever it is, keep that picture at the front of your mind. Share your picture with your loved ones so they can understand where you're coming from. Ask them to paint a picture of what they want, too, so you can choose to honor them. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That that one, I'm with you in terms of, it does make me go, huh. I'm trying to picture myself sending out an email to my whole family and saying, this is what I'm picturing. Mm-hmm. What are you picturing? Um my see now we'll get to my view when we're done with this article (laughs) (laughs) and so i'll just hold it for then yeah it's okay well i think i think that's why i i I chose this one right right because he he is an expert and so perhaps we need to take heed to that really because yeah it's coming from something that i 
I would not have thought this. Same. I would not think that that's, you know, expert advice. Uh, but I think there's some value there. Yeah, I would definitely look at it, pray about it, give it some thought, maybe try it. If it works, great. If it doesn't, yeah. try something else. Yeah, there's more to say about it. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I'm not going to read word for right, word. Right, right. But there's there's more to elaborate on that, like supporting well, go to that the show thing. notes, friends. Yeah. The show notes will pop up into your email if you sign up for my email list on my website, oh. tracydegraff.com. Little plug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Point number eight. Mm-hmm. Make a Christmas budget. Do it. That Yeah. I think right. that's a really good idea. Now, <laughs> a budget is creating boundaries. Here we go again. The yeah. Boundaries for your wallet or your bank account. Yeah. We need that. Mm-hmm. And Especially because things are so expensive now. It's going to cost more. Yeah. Oh, and they always, they always do. It's so funny because the holidays, you know, all year long that it's going to come. But what happens when you get closer to it? I know. You're like, "Uh." (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but I mean, like right now, this year in particular, gas is more. So it's going to cost you more to get to wherever you're going. Mm -hmm. And then all the groceries and such are up. Well, the prices never go down. They always go up, but Mm -hmm. they've gone up significantly. Yeah. Yeah, zip it, Skippy. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, and you know, budgeting helps reduce the stress because it gives you a plan for your money. Right, really makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, budgeting for Christmas will help you avoid the impulse purchases or spending too much on all those, you know, whatever comes right. up. No. It always comes up. Make a budget and stick to it. Okay, now number nine. Don't overdo it on the sugar. Oh, bummer. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this doctor. Okay, but he's right. He's absolutely right. Yeah, it's okay to have, you know, a little bit. Mm -hmm. But too much sugar messes up your natural hormone responses, your blood sugar and insulin levels, and your brain's neurotransmitters, which is your body's chemical uh, messengers. And when you mix that with a lack of sleep, mm. uh, especially if you've had a lot of caffeine to keep you going, uh, and a packed schedule, and you've got the perfect storm for anxiety, which we have an episode about that. Not only yeah. that, but it makes your jeans tighter. <laughs> <laughs> so. Maybe not that moment, but right in the end, you're going to be like, uh, "Get me my stretchy pants." Yeah, like the Oompa Loompa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, limit how much sugar you you eat and feed your body with nutritious food as much as possible. Okay, so Catherine and I are working with Lindy, our trainer mm-hmm. at the gym. She's great. Mm-hmm. And she just talked Good. to us about making choices with um, like whole foods mm-hmm. rather than processed foods. Mm-hmm. So if you want to win during the holidays and when it comes to sugar, plan ahead, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe allow yourself just two bites, as Dolly Parton would say. Because mm-hmm. Dolly Parton has this thing out there, too, where she says she just eats two bites yep. of whatever's there. And then she puts it aside so she can keep her little figure, you know. I also heard this trick a long time ago as an actress. And she's, of course, thin and, and all of that. And she always said when she bakes cookies, yeah. if she bakes them, she makes the cookies really big. Mm. so so then she only has like a couple bites and then um for her this like the psychology behind it is she's had two big bites or and then the rest of the cookie looks like oh she didn't all of that yeah or she'd eat the one whole 
big cookie and that that was enough she wouldn't have to eat anymore so yeah. it worked for her either way yeah well find a way There's tricks yeah because mm-hmm. we're finding a way too this mm-hmm. year because we are we're not letting those pounds creep back on mm-hmm. as hard as we're fighting right now to get the covid pounds off mm-hmm. they're not coming back on over the holidays we have or got, ever right ever yeah <sighs> okay so so don't give up gang yeah so under that um header about the sugar he also says get outside and move no matter how cold it is Mm. you bundle up you get out there and um i'm i you know when i read this i thought to myself i hate the cold but i'm doing it yeah Mm -hmm. well we have Uh, the gym you you have the gym too Yes, he does say or go to the gym i'm Mm -hmm. gonna do both if you don't have a gym you can go to the mall malls are empty just walk around Mm mm-hmm Cool. Yeah, there's places. Um, <clears throat> okay, so number 10, get plenty of sleep and stay healthy. So one of the most powerful tools you have to reduce stress and anxiety is sleep. Yes, I just yawned. <laughs> I <did>. Sorry. <laughs> when you're not sleeping, your brain's emotional centers become overactive, which mm. increases all of that. So you have to be sure whatever you need to do um for your immune system whatever you've you've got to get enough sleep agreed Mm -hmm. and he says he can't stress that enough and if you're struggling with getting enough sleep we have an episode on insomnia check it out yeah uh protect your downtime keep your peace and quiet that'll help with your sanity um and stick to your normal routine if you're in the midst of all kinds of you know hustle and bustle don't skip your normal routine. Like if you, sorry, I yawned again. <laughs> if you are having, you know, if you normally have coffee in the morning and some downtime, stick to it. Yeah. Because it kind of sets your whole time off. Does it say on there to not watch the news? Well, it had to stay away from social media. Uh, it did not say stay away from news, but it does say protect your downtime. So if watching the news makes you anxious or you know, all riled up inside, that's part of protecting your downtime. Okay, so I would give this little tip. I would say, I think, in my opinion, which probably is correct, (laughs) (laughs) if you have political differences with members of your family that you're going to get together with Mm -hmm. for over the holidays, would behoove you to not watch the news right before you meet with them. Because then let's say that your Uncle Eddie or whatever, who's really on top of the news all the time, mm-hmm. and they want to engage in a conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, if you've watched the news, and usually news is spun one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So if you watch the news, you're probably watching the news that you, you relate with. Mm-hmm. So then you're going to have a rebuttal for Uncle Eddie. But if Uncle Eddie pulls up the thing that he's watched on the news and he brings it out to see if he can get something going, and you go, oh, I hadn't heard about that. Then, then you can diffuse it a little bit better. Plus, I, th- my personal opinion on the news is that too much of it is really divisive in families and in our country and all this stuff. So, in my opinion, stay away from the news at least like a few days before Christmas. If yeah. anything major happens, you're going to hear about it. Mm-hmm. You'll hear about it from somebody else. <laughs> I just heard about something from you this morning that I did you know I haven't been watching the news because I noticed that I was getting really depressed uh, depressed stressed out aggravated Mm -hmm. really aggravated so instead I put on HGTV and then I 
sometimes get aggravated with that too. <laughs> what? Well, why guard- would you not want that house? Right. Guard your heart. I guess yeah. that's the advice. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. And uh, we have to learn to deal with canceled plans. So, so much has been canceled Ugh. over this whole pandemic. No I mean, kidding. We've had the disappointment of canceled plans and canceled vacations, canceled gatherings, Everything. Parties, life. Canceled paychecks. Oh, gosh. <gasps> and yeah. even canceled church. Yeah. Uh, so whatever we're going through, it's important to um, just kind of roll with it hold it loosely hold yeah Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. and uh reset your expectations yeah love it yeah that's i i think that's really important well it's a good article is it is that everything that he's one more okay what's the last one make connection your number one priority there you go that kind of speaks volumes all in itself he's got a lot to say about that but um it it doesn't happen by accident we all know that you have to be intentional yeah to make you know uh people a top priority the people in your life right you know and um we should be having conversations. We should be having joy and laughter. Right. And, um, you know, we mentioned earlier, you can't change anybody. Right. But you can, you can learn to embrace the good parts. Yeah. You know, speaking of um, valuing the connection over um, anything else, mm-hmm. games are a great way to create fun, joy, laughter in a group. And bring everybody together. It's true. So find, we do that a lot. Find some games that yeah. you can play. And if you just Google it, like fun family games for all ages or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, they could be so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've played, um, well, you turned us on to Phase 10. That's a little card game mm-hmm. that you can pick up at any dollar store slash pharmacy. They're everywhere. It's just a deck of cards. It's like four or five bucks. Yeah. And it's fun for all ages, and it's 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 a good engaging game. We've played um, what's that one with the dice? It's called um, oh LCR left center right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LCR left center right is fun. The kids get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other we, one with the dice that we played at Claudia's house? <sighs> Not oh Farkle. Farkle. Yeah. Farkle. F A R I think K L E. Yeah. That's a really fun game for all ages. And when you're playing a game Mm -hmm. with your family, you know, it keeps moving and the pace keeps going. Yeah. So I would highly recommend that. I would too. Now, if you want something to step it up some Uh more in the game, when we have Thanks Christmas, and now we've carried this over to um, our uh, immediate family, is really fun games like um when you try to unwrap gifts with nylons on your hands or you know mittens things like that um you know there's more to it but it's so rowdy it's so fun yeah and if you have uh if if you really can't have conversations with you things like that are are great to have we've done family feud oh yeah where it's fast paced um we've we've done a lot of really um fun stuff you know the old um way before it was popular we did the ugliest christmas sweater thing well you could spin whatever you want off of that well give that some thought listeners because you know whatever the case um family life has ebbs and flows Mm -hmm. it has ups and downs Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, just a few Christmases ago, my dad passed away right before Christmas. And we went to a Christmas party with my in-laws side of the family. And I was really exhausted. Yeah. And I was just low. But my mother-in-law, she brings a game every every year. Mm -hmm. And it was so much fun to just get into the game and not be in my own thoughts. Yes. So yep. we all have that, mm-hmm. you know, life happens. Yeah. Laugh anyway. That's, That's right. the name of the podcast. That's, yeah. <laughs> you know, this wasn't mentioned on there on this list, but I would add this limit your alcohol too. Oh yeah. That's always good. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's also, um, oh, that could go all kinds of ways. Yeah. So I would do that. Yeah. And, um, good to, yeah. yeah. Okay. Excellent. So we're going to list, um, or link not list. We're going to link that exact article into the show notes. And we think it would be worth reading if you, if any of those things resonate with you. So Mm -hmm. take a look at them. All right. Well, our final couple takeaways, because we're kind of wrapping it up here. Uh, Our own holiday mishap Mm -hmm. story. What what Mm -hmm. say you, Catherine? Do you have a a holiday mishap that you want to share? No, none. Oh, (laughs) little Miss Perfect over there. Oh, Gosh, um, we've, I'm trying to think of the most, so one of the times we talked about this Mm -hmm. beforehand, going to uh, Christie's at Thanks Christmas. Tell them what Thanks Christmas is. Thanks Christmas is a combination of uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And it is um, the family that you wouldn't normally see on Christmas Day mm-hmm. or Thanksgiving. It's still your family. Extended family, like cousins. It, it's, it's, right. Extended, 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 right. actually. And so it's a get together. And my cousin, Christy, was hosting it. And we <laughs> pull up. And she likes to be all done up beforehand mm-hmm. <laughs> before you get there. And everything is perfect. She does. She's a great hostess. Mm-hmm. Well... <laughs> This one Christmas, thanks Christmas, we, uh, she opens the door and she is in her t-shirt and I, I mean, I knew immediately we're really close. So it's like, oh, oh, and she just looked not just disheveled, but exhausted, frustrated. Yeah. Anyway. And she said, our, uh, septic backed up <laughs> and all, you know, everyone was coming oh, and even gosh. though it's family, it's still, and we all, yeah, yeah, I don't think anybody would have, you know, thought less of her, but she was all upset and I, well, I mean, it was backed up in the bathtub. It was oh, backed up. yeah. Could you smell and it when you walked in the house? I don't think I could. Oh. I don't know. I don't recall. Okay. But anyway, so, and then now it's something really funny that we look back you on because, right, her husband and my husband were <laughs> literally knee deep in the septic tank Ugh. area. It was like below the fire pit. Yeah. And here they were having to clean the, you know, oh. what out of. <laughs> oh, God, so they were so like gross. down in the basement opening up pipes. And like I said, knee wow. deep. Yeah. So that was one. <laughs> And another one was, um, I was just really, so she lives an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. And this other time, um, I was bringing baked goods, you know, dinner to contribute. Yeah. And just in a rush. And the kids were a lot younger at the time. And um, I just felt harried. I didn't have Kenny for some, he might have been working mm-hmm. overtime or something. And uh, I was trying to get out the door, and one of my girls was crying in the garage because it was a kitty cat <laughs> in the garage, a stray. Oh. Somehow this cat 
was free. Oh, it was freezing cold. Oh. There was a snowstorm. So I was worried about that. And um, it wasn't my cat, was it? It no, wasn't O'Grady. No, oh, good. No. It ended up being our cat. Oh, it was your yes, cat. Yes, because I thought, what am I going to do? Because so you you brought it in. You you kept it. Kept it. We had wow. it for years. And my sister was with too. And she's like, you can't put it out in the cold. And I was like, yes, I can. Watch me. <laughs> but I had all this pressure. I felt all this pressure yeah. to do what was. What they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's stressful. We ended up with a cat. Hmm. Well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Here's your kitty cat, cat. <laughs> well, I have had multiple stresses over the holidays, and I have a whole chapter in my book mm-hmm. about my holiday stresses. Um, probably my favorite holiday stress story is when we tried to run through the car wash with the Christmas tree <laughs> on top of our car. We forgot about it. We were just, I was just at the end of my rope yeah. and we got in line for the car wash because it was 40 degrees in December in Chicago and everybody gets their car washed when it's, you know, <laughs> nice out like that in December. And we did not actually go in because somebody stopped us, but that, that, that so... was a high stress moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I laughed so hard yeah. when the stranger came up and told us, you know, you can't go in there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. So Once I, he pointed out why. Yeah, the Christmas trees yeah. on top of your car. And, you know, I, I told you this the other day, but I'm still looking around at people in our little hometown here. Mm-hmm. Was it you? Was it you? No. Who was behind me? Mm-hmm. Who was behind me that wasn't going to honk their horn or get out of their car and come up to us? How come this kid had to come from way over there? Yeah. Because there were three or four cars behind us uh-huh. and cars in front of us. Uh-huh. And they're probably all like, look at these idiots. <laughs> look at that. They're crazy. They're losing it. Either that or they had their own family issues going on in, <laughs> yeah. in their car or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was one. And then, you know, another one where we had to order pizza because my dinner mm-hmm. was a total flop. Mm-hmm. And then we ordered pizza for a couple years after that because my kids were little. I was t- stressed. My mom was sick. Mm-hmm. I had all this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And and then it dawned on me. I'm like, you know what? Why? Why am I doing all this cooking? Mm-hmm. Why don't I just, let's just order pizza every year for a few years. And that's what we did. And we were so happy with that. I cannot imagine. It was that. great. I mean, only like I'd be fine with it, but I don't think. Well, that, I just I yeah. think I think that I was at that level, though, Catherine, that it's either we're going to do this pizza or we're not doing it mm-hmm. because I cannot do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where I was. And, you know, like you pointed out earlier that at a very young age, I learned mm. a lot You did through hardship. Yeah. Because of, you know, going through losing my mother so young and and such. Having to prioritize. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, you know what? No, this is not worth it. Mm-hmm. And for me, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, it's okay for you not to like it. You can do whatever you want. But this is what we're doing. Mm. Ta-da. Good. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Yeah. So that worked. Okay. So those were our experiences. Our final takeaway. Did you have something else that you wanted well, to add? Well, I was going to add that those were some like faux pas that happen around the holiday. But I do have to point out that I had years, almost our whole married life, uh, Christmas in particular, was stressful. Yeah. Because it was like, how much time are you going to spend on this side of the family? How much oh, on that yeah. side of the family? But that was later resolved. Well, that's Catherine's phone getting a phone call we cannot figure out how to have it stop not it go on my computer yeah i don't know either because yeah. her phone is on silent 
yeah my if anybody on. knows a way to do that give us a shout yeah. let us know because mm-hmm. we're we're open to learning mm. as always yeah so anyway go back to your point well, which was you were stressed out for many years yeah many years well not only that um the the situation it what that caused the the uh, stress that kind of has diffused you know dissolved rather Good. over time but i also learned to uh really set the boundaries yeah so that cause that was the key yeah yeah in love in love and with grace yeah friends you right. know we're like we've pointed out multiple times we're just trying to put one foot in front of the other mm-hmm. and find a way through mm-hmm. life without hurting each other mm-hmm. which brings us to point number three and then we'll have a little scripture and then we'll be done mm-hmm my biggest encouragement to all young moms because a lot of times i do events like at mothers of preschooler church things or whatever Mm -hmm. and i look at those young moms and i see them with multiple kids and you know all the stress i say to them lower your expectations just do it because i i used to be that one who was trying to bring my my um you know, I wanted to be hospitable. I wanted to be like Martha, Martha Stewart, Stewart, you know, like before prison Martha. Yeah. She wasn't involved in prison at mm-hmm. the time that I was, you know, like yeah. now she's like real person kind of a way. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, she was always a real person. But now yeah. now you <laughs> get to like see a, like, like yeah. okay, okay, she has issues too. Anyway, um, so my expectation can't be way the heck up there if I can't meet it. Yeah. You know, if I'm emotionally a wreck because I'm losing my my mother, you know, and yeah. in a time of life that's very tender and I've got two little kids, mm-hmm. you know, who are one and two years old. You can't then throw on top of that a picture perfect Martha Stewart dinner, especially when cooking is not my thing. Yeah. Right. 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 So and that's how the pizza thing started mm-hmm. was my expectations were Martha Stewart level. But I came in, you know, way under that. Mm-hmm. So now I just set my expectations way low. Mm. That way I meet them. So it's like the expectation limbo. Mm -hmm. How low can you go so that you meet your expectations? And how do you do that? How do you, how do you, how do you lower them? Well, I think that it takes a lot of work to be intentional. Yeah. To really look at what you can do Mm -hmm. in terms of everything we've just talked about. Your time, your money Mm -hmm. are limited. Those two things are limited. You Mm -hmm. do not have unlimited time. Right. You do not have unlimited money. So set your budget with your money and even set your budget with your time. Mm -hmm. You know, so maybe you have to say to one side of the family, look, we're we're schlepping four or five kids. Well, normal people would say, look, we have a couple kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We can be with you this year on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Next year, we're going to be with my family on Christmas Eve. So I'm setting that time budget, that boundary. Yeah. I really, I, I took a deep sigh because I, I wish I had learned that at a at a younger age. I found it very difficult yeah. to do that. Extremely. Yeah. Because I didn't want to. Um, Upset anybody. I didn't. And so then I suffered. Yeah. You know, and that's admirable because you really care about other people. But at the same time, so if somebody wants to do that, where that's what they want to do is go to both sides of the Mm -hmm. family on each holiday, then more power to you. But if that's really taking away from your holiday experience, it's okay for you to look at it and go, what can I do? And what can't I do? Mm -hmm. And then set your own gracious, loving boundary limit, whatever. 
And I don't, I don't know the answer to that, Catherine, because you said, what, how do you actually do that? It's different in every single case. I do think that, you know, as we've pointed out now a couple times that because I was thrown into that situation so early in my married life, Mm -hmm. I just did it. I just did it out of necessity, knowing Mm -hmm. that my mom was only going to be there for a year or two. I mean, she was, you know, she was really sick. I guess that's how one would have to look at it then is that consider it a necessity. Yeah. It may not seem like it, but it, it probably is. Yeah. And remember that just because tradition, just because hmm. you've always done something the way you've always done it doesn't mean that you can't change it. It's not locked sure. in stone. You know, it's, you can change it. Yeah. It may seem like it because it does. Right. Yeah. And I guess open communication. So maybe like being real with yourself, like how is this really impacting me? And then maybe going to your husband, you know, and and talking to them to them about it, mm-hmm. and trying to come up with a solution, a creative solution. That's what this doctor was saying. Yeah, yeah. And and then maybe even communicating in a loving way. I don't know about set it, sending an email saying this is my picture of Christmas. What's your picture of Christmas? I don't know how it would look. Well, the email was more like that. This is what I'm. I don't bring up politics. Okay. Do, yeah. Well, still, was, but when I know when yeah. he got to the point about communicating with people about what your picture yeah, looks like after we talked about the Norman Rockwell thing, um, it's okay. Life is messy. It just is. We're all a mess. Yeah. But I would consider all of these tips and yeah. see what works best. Yeah. For you and your your family, or you and your friends, yeah. whoever you get to together with co-workers whoever you spend your holiday with. right right yeah all right well this has been a fun and interesting episode Mm -hmm. what is our spiritual encouragement well we have two because they're both great and Mm -hmm. they're both applicable yeah all right so the first one is from first corinthians 13 uh four and five Love is patient. Love is kind. Mm-hmm. It does not envy. It does not boast. Amen. It is not proud. Mm. That's a big one. <laughs> Pride is a yeah. big one. Uh, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Amen to that. Whoa. <laughs> you could sum up so much yeah. right from that. Uh-huh. Okay. So meditate on that, friends. Yeah. What's the reference again in case? 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 5. Okay. We also uh, have chosen John 13, 34. Uh, A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. Mm-hmm. Parts and all. Doesn't say that part, but we're at, but it's, that's really what it means. It's so true. And when you think about these are, okay, so in John, are those the words of Jesus? Or is that John speaking? Okay, so that's Jesus speaking. Mm -hmm. Christmas is about Jesus. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's why he says, I have loved you. Right. (laughs) Okay. So, so let's think about that for just one second. Mm Mm-hmm. Christmas time is a celebration of the birth of Jesus. Let's do our best to love other people. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if we're really together on the 24th or the 25th or whatever. Yeah. That's not even really Jesus' birthday. Yeah. You know? Well, and this applies to all the holidays. Right. All gatherings, really. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all of life is just to love. Mm-hmm. Well, God loves you, friend. If you're listening to us and you... 
You ever wonder that? It's the truth. It is. God loves you. That's right. (laughs) Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.